the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hi. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed, on this, what, what is it, the sixth day of March. It's gorgeous. Lovely. Isn't it fabulous? Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? Busy? Uh, it was very busy. Mm-hmm. It was super fun. <laughs> Hung out with some friends on Friday. Up too late. Saturday, I had to, like, hang Recoup- back, you know, recuperate a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this morning was a big morning. Why was it this morning? Did you get a new car? <laughs> Did you? Like I, like I wouldn't tell you I, if I got a new car. Maybe it's a surprise. Maybe it was a surprise. No, I, I rearranged the furniture in my bedroom. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like rearranging furniture. Yep. I got up early so mm-hmm. I could handle that. And not only, people, did I rearrange all the furniture in our bedroom, but... I vacuumed behind everything. Do you know what I mean? I, sure I, do. I mean baseboard. I mean wall. That's I a mean big job. Carpet. I mean I, I took it apart. To the bear. Did you take the bed apart? No, I didn't. Did it, you move the bed? I didn't have to move the bed. The bed can only go in one space. Okay. So it was everything else that got Still, to move around. You you vacuumed under the bed. I did vacuum under I couldn't move the bed, though, so there's a lot. I, I know in my mind where the dust is laying under the bed. I couldn't access that. It's a little unsettling. It is a little. Right. I wish the kind pile of, I, of dust. I didn't know about it. Well, can you get under there with a little vac, a little, you know, you Why know, are you dissatisfied with the I'm process? not saying you brought I mean, it up. I'm, I'm just looking for a solution. That's I mean, all. <laughs> you brought it up. I'm just, I, I think it's fine. I, I I just wish I didn't really know that it was there. Put a blanket over it. I was thinking. <laughs> I was it. See, one of my cats sleeps. That's her safe place under there, and so it's always about the cats. It is always it. Right? It's you know always it about oh, boy. the cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, so by the time I came to work, I was tired. Of course you because I'd been doing all this yeah. stuff. So you could have a little something neat because you burned some calories. I did. So I had my my classic, you know, cashews and craisins. Oh, I was going to have like a hoagie. Oh, no. something like that, like an Italian hoagie. <laughs> Let's not get carried away, I mean, John. You know, you did burn a lot of calories moving stuff around. Did you move a dresser around? Mm-hmm. What else? Two nightstands. Dresser, two no, dressers. Nightstands were in place. Two dressers, bookcase, mm-hmm. sm- and small dresser, mm-hmm. and ta- and uh, what do you call night uh, bedside tables? Mm-hmm. All things in. I still rocking my, chair. Mm-hmm. My mom floor lamp. <laughs> I mean, regularly moves stuff around. I remember. I was thinking about Grace you, Maloney Hall when I was doing this this morning. So you walk into your bedroom, like you've moved, and you go, it's oh, a new room. That's a nice. new, it's a fresh start. That's a, it's a, it's a real improvement. Mm-hmm. I feel, I really feel good about it. Our bedroom is not great looking. Like it doesn't have nice carpeting. It doesn't have nice wall covering. Well, or cur- it doesn't yourself. have any of that. But I'll tell you one thing, it's clean and it's uncluttered. Mm-hmm. Good. My mom used to say, we may not be wealthy, but at least we're clean. Okay. 
I mean, how could you argue with that? We like, I had no comeback. Made. Right. At least we're clean. <laughs> There's no argument for right, that. Right, right. What did she say? We might not be what? Wealthy. Wealthy. But at least we're clean. But at least we're clean. Okay. Okay, that's good. Thanks, Mom. I mean, you can't refute that, right? I'm, I'm not sure. I, mean, I would never try to refute anything. I mean, it'd be better to have both if you have a fat account and then also be clean. I exactly. Mean, best of both words. But let's not get carried away. No. Because it's not. only Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful day, Lovely. but today's the warmest it's going to be for the rest of the week. Still in the snow. No, I know, no but, but the high is going to be in the 30s. Like today it's 60 degrees. After this winter? The high tomorrow and Wednesday is going to be in the 30s. So just, I'm not trying to like rain on your parade. I'm just trying to say that, you know, right. put it in perspective. You know that song? You know the song? Is that Barbara Streisand? Is that Funny Girl? That's Funny Girl. A rain on my parade? Yeah. I hate that movie. Oh, Nikki, Nikki or I Why don't. do you hate that movie? Why do you? You're kind of harsh on your movie. I know. Your movie I eight. am. I don't. I Why don't. Do you, that's a good movie. Okay. And she's fabulous. She Come is on. fabulous. But it. But. Come on. Seriously. I. I just have a hard time with her actual persona. No, you just separate the two. Separate the two. It invades. It invades. Okay. What? Well, okay. All right. <laughs> Here we are on Monday. <laughs> Already, I'm ready to hit the button. Yeah. Don't hit the button. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, let's go to the news. Without okay. further ado, Barbara Streisand said, don't rain on my parade. I think he just did. It's the top four at four. For Monday, March 6th. Bring it. 2023. Mm. A lengthy story in today's Washington Post. Or maybe it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. because I, I read this story um, yesterday afternoon, and it's a surprise to hear how many people are crossing the northern border between America and Canada um, and the migrant problem they're having there because so much of our attention is focused on the migrant problem at our southern border. Um, Check out the Washington Post. Uh, Nearly 40,000 migrants crossed unlawfully into the country last year. Mm -hmm. 40? From from Canada? In from the U.S. into Canada. Really? Yes, from the U.S. into Canada. More than double the number that it was in 2019. And the number arriving monthly has spiked recently, including almost 5,000 people in the month of January. Facing labor shortages, Canada is actually opening its doors much wider to legal migrants and recently committed itself to significantly raise the number um, and accept one and a half million newcomers by 2025. But an extraordinary pandemic era movement of migrants across the world, fueled by all the economic misery and growing insecurity in a ton of countries, has put Canada in an unusual position. So, you know, for years, the situation with Canada is that you couldn't go and stay unless you had a job. Right. Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't even. No work visas. Yeah, exactly. Now? Um, Things are different. So if you'd like to read the details, it's a, like I said, it's incredibly lengthy, um, but it really does give you a good position. And they interview several Canadians and they said, you know, we thought Americans were idiots and, you know, um, self-seeking when they were complaining about the migrant problem on the southern border. Uh-huh. And now that it's us. She's on the other foot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking at things a little differently. Oh, Canada. <laughs> okay. Number two, Walmart announced its plan to close its final two locations in Portland, Oregon at the end of March. You know why? Theft. Yes. People just walking out. That's Armfuls exact, of stuff. That is exactly Everything's right. good. The closures, which will result in nearly 600 employees being laid off, comes after a statement by Walmart CEO Doug McMillan in December, noting that record-breaking retail theft had undercut the company's economic performance of late. Mm -hmm. 
That's from today's national. What Review. do you do? I mean, you're I don't, well, not going to arrest we, anybody. Well, you're going to have to There's arrest no somebody. Penalties, you're right? going to have to arrest somebody. People driving out with you know boatloads of stuff. Number three. Minutes after wrapping up their interview on NBC's Today Show, Janita Benali and her dog were about to step out of the set's backstage area oh. when Kesha approached them. Oh my gosh, is that him? Kesha said, is that the dog, Mr. Happy Face? What? Yes. This is a Chinese-crested chihuahua mix, 17 years old, mm-hmm. known mm-hmm. as the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes, the winner of the 2022 World's Ugliest oh. Dog Contest has turned into a celebrity with his own Instagram account, trips to live morning TV shows, and appearances in dozens of interviews with publications around the world. It's one of those things you really don't want to win. No, right? but it's very sweet how deeply Mr. Happy Face is loved and how old he is. Yeah, uh, this is radio, so of course we can't see. What's his it's name? A happy, it's a happy... Mr. Ugly Face. Mr. Happy Face. Oh, sorry. For heaven's right. sake. And really, have, have you seen a photo? Yes. Is he truly? Deformed. Deformed? Yes. And decrepit. Poor baby. Yes, very sweet. Okay. And number four, the Pitt Panthers will be playing in the ACC Championship mm. this week. The game Wednesday at mm. 2 p.m. That's your top four and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch the game the other night? Yes, mm-hmm. every minute of it. Yeah, me too. Listen. That's I mean, at Hinson the very end, could have won it boom. on the last there it was. shot. It was and up. he even had a couple seconds to mm-hmm. play with. He rushed he it a little. Oh, Plenty of time. That would have been the most epic win. Could have, would have, should have. I know. So what do you think? I March know. Madness looks like it's in the rearview mirror. No! What are you saying? They lost the last don't, two. I know they, they lost, lost the last two. two but they the eight, but th- this is... This is the the championship this week, mm-hmm. so they're going to play probably against. Well, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure who they're going to be playing. It probably Georgia Tech on Wednesday. Kind of a downer. It's not going to be a downer at all because you know why? I think you lost your last e- two. No, even after if they win one game, they're in March Madness. That's what mm. I say. They could have won either of those games. I know and they been could in. have. I know. I'm not. Now saying, it comes down to I'm this. I'm not saying that that it all went well at the end. It didn't. All right. Okay, that's but the update. what a fun team to watch in that Miami game. Wasn't it thrilling? Mm-hmm. Yippers. You don't sound thrilled. We go to Washington, D.C., to the White House. Our first guest of the week, always Greg Clarkston. Stay with us. An update on the nation's capital. 101.5 WORD. Dr. Charles Stanley. Until the people of God get a hold of the sovereignty of God, they'll never be able to accomplish God's purpose. God wants his people living under the authority of the absolute supremacy of the power of God. Hear the series, The Character of God, this week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 smart bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. 
It's our lowest price ever. Save $1,200 on the Sleep Number 360 i10 Smart Bed, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. See store for details. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of spring house. Our spring house is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. You see, the spring house in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake, an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. From the White House, Greg Clarkston joins us from SRN News, where he is the White House correspondent, bringing us up to date about uh, the goings-on in and around the nation's capital. Hey, Greg, happy Monday to you. Hey, happy Monday to you, John and Kathy. I could use a little more volume from you guys. You could use more volume could from you? us. How about okay. that? How about that? Is that a little better? We're, we're, it's a little better. No, but he would like more volume. Mm, this happened okay. last week as well. We had this issue on Zoom just last week, Greg. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, if you, it's just not to get too technical, it sounds like I'm hearing room audio instead of microphone audio. Mm. Oh. How's that? Any interesting. Better? That helps? Mm. If that helps. If that helps. Okay. Now, our producer says, mm, mm. not sure. We're not sure. Okay. Okay. I, I can still hear you a little bit. Go but ahead. it's distant. <laughs> I can still hear you mm. a little bit. And you'll try to guess what we're saying. How about I ask you a question? We have a conversation. If it doesn't work, then we'll bail. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think that's fine. All right, Greg, talk to us about um, the president's own party seems upset about the crime bill in D.C. What are the details? Right. So uh, Washington, D.C. is, of course, not a state. It is the District of Columbia. It's a federal district. And when Washington passes laws, Congress has oversight over those laws because it's a federal district. And the D.C. City Council passed a new crime bill uh, changing some uh, issues dealing with crime. And uh, members of of Congress with the Republican-led House and even a couple of Democrats uh, on the Senate side 
they they didn't like where this uh, new crime bill was going. So Congress is stepping in to essentially vote to override what the D.C. Council decided for its own city. And this, of course, put President Biden in sort of a sort of a fix, because uh, assuming with this vote coming later this week, it, it gets passed and approved and sent to the White House. He could either sign it or veto it. Well, for years, Joe Biden has been in favor of D.C. statehood, mm. giving the city of Washington its uh, its own autonomy, allowing it to you know become a state and and make its own decisions without any sort of congressional interference. But the problem is for Joe Biden, he doesn't like this crime bill overhaul. For one thing, it includes lowering some of the maximum penalties for carjackings and and other serious crimes. And really? so, uh, after Democrats had a chance to uh, to look at this and they were supporting it, the White House said, "No, we are going to uh, go ahead and ve- or uh, go ahead and sign it." So the president said he was going to sign it. Huh. So be careful. So that's that's the pickle that uh, the, the president finds himself in. And that has angered a lot of Democrats hmm. uh, on Capitol Hill. Although it's also interesting because the Democratic uh, the Democratic mayor of Washington uh, also is not in favor of the bill. So it's not everybody. But a lot of Democrats are a little uh, unhappy with the White House. Interesting. OK, Greg, uh, let's move forward and talk about what happened over the weekend with uh, CPAC. Uh, can, can you hear that question? Hey, John, I'm so sorry. I'm, oh. I'm hearing control room audio now. How I can't you? hear you at all. Oh. Okay. okay. Should we get out? I guess we should. Okay. All right. We, we apologize. We don't know what's going on. We're super sorry, Yeah, Greg. Yeah, we'll have to let you go. We'll take a, a break and come back. Sorry to miss you, Greg. Really are. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. We'll uh, regroup and uh, be back in a few minutes. Stay with us. This is The Ride Home, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on Word FM. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until 
until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE. And your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. I thought it was a rash, but my doctor said it was a tick bite. Ticks can spread Lyme disease and other illnesses leading to chronic health issues. My brother was always having asthma flare-ups. A roach problem at home was causing it. Allergens left behind by roaches and rodents are a major driver of asthma attacks. When I had a fever and body aches, I never thought it was West Nile virus. Mosquitoes breed in sand and water and can spread serious diseases. Get the facts at PestWorld.org. A public service message brought to you by the National Pest Management Association. It'll be mostly cloudy tonight with a couple of showers around, especially early on. The low tonight, 33. A rain or snow shower to start things off for us tomorrow. Otherwise, a cloudy, windy, colder day. Tomorrow's high only 42. A breezy mix of clouds and sunshine on Wednesday, staying on the cold side. Wednesday's high, 43. Plan with confidence. Download the AccuWeather app today. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Rose Tamburino. Shall we go to the White House? No, we will not go to the White House. All right. Hey, uh, the uh, morning climb is back and opened again. Yes. For those of you who tuned in to hear Greg Clugston, we're sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Technical yes, problems between uh, him and us. Anyway, the news locally uh, about the Mon Incline is that it opened at 7 a.m. this morning. It's been shut down since August, John. Uh, an $8.2 million renovation project to modernize the mechanical controls and electrical system. Nice. They also, though, upgraded the interiors of the upper and lower stations. It gave me pause. Why? Because you didn't like that? Well, I don't know. Are they going to, you know, because it's sort of a historical structure, is it not? I haven't been on the Mon Incline, I bet, since I was eight years old. Oh, why is that? Because I'm always on the Duquesne Incline. Yeah. Why don't you go down there? I don't know. I mean, you know, it's... When's the last time you were um, on it? A few years ago. Really? Yeah. I think I've, you know, people come in from out of town, we kind of do, oh, let's do both. See what that's like. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But it is just, so if they're going to redo it, I hope they're not like, you know, making it modern or something. Well, it's what it, what's done is done because they opened it's it like today. Red velvet interior well, for the mod incline. Well, it's the, I mean, I would assume since it is, and did you know this? The oldest continuously mm. operating funicular in the U.S. Is it 150 years old? 1870. Okay, that's a long time. Yeah. really. Holy smoke! Yeah. Imagine so I can't imagine they put a disco ball in there. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm you pretty know, sure we, they, we res- a different age they here, respected okay. the historical contours of the. Okay. Of the your incline. confidence is higher on the project. Why than would mine. you? I don't know because we live in a crazy world. Okay. I, right? I, I, Things I feel, happen. I feel fine about it. I'm eager to try it out. All right. Very good. <laughs> since it's been, since you're eight, your eight was the last time. Should be a, a great party when you show <laughs> when you show up. We've been waiting for you. I didn't 
see, they'd be waiting waiting. for me. I was just saying that it's been a long time. Mm -hmm. Simply because it never seemed as as cool looking as the Duquesne incline. And so now I feel badly. Now that it's been refurbished, I feel like I need to give it its chance. Head on down there. Yeah, sure. All right. So we we lost Greg. <laughs> hey, wait, hey, do you have Greg? Hey, we have Greg Cluxton. What? <laughs> wait, no. I'm gonna tell him about the incline. <laughs> He's heard it. I think. <laughs> He's gonna say, "What's an incline?" What? <laughs> Wait, oh, hey. wonder if he's ever been here to Pittsburgh. There we go. Uh, hey, wait. Hey. <laughs> we think we got. Hey, Greg, are you there? I am here. What? what? Do you hear us? I can hear you loud. Oh, this is thrilling. <laughs> this is like, you know, Marconi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of those moments. <laughs> it's, it's a Monday, right? There you go. Oh. It, it is. Right, All right, I right. could say is, Lexi and Randy, we salute you for yes. figuring that Watson, out. Watson, come quick. I uh, need you. <laughs> well, I apologize for my rambling answer on your first question. That was because good. I, I had a little audio interference going on. No, so. of course. No, yeah, of we course. we knew as much, right? You, yeah, you did an absolutely fine job. Stellar. <laughs> okay. It was, actually, Stellar. it was actually much smoother than it seemed how CPAC went over the weekend. CPAC. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about the uh, conservative political... Action committee. Is it is it committee? Mm-hmm. Conference. conference. There we go. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the conference that has really turned into by many accounts sort of the the Trump show because yeah. oh you know CPAC's been around for years and years and years. And it was a, a, you know a, a, an annual event that uh Republicans and conservatives and um and even some independents and others would come, and uh, but mostly conservatives, of course, given the name. But uh, it would be a, a cross section of of that part of the political spectrum. Uh, but in the last couple of cycles, it has really been sort of the MAGA crowd that has dominated the attendees uh, who 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 show up there. So it was interesting to see who showed and who did not show. As we talked about this time last week. Uh, Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence, and some others who are, you know, obviously looking at a pos- possible presidential runs in 2024, they decided to stay away. Mm-hmm. But Nikki Haley and Mike Pompeo, and of course Nikki Haley is uh, already a declared candidate and challenger to Donald Trump, they were there speaking on Friday. And then Saturday, the conference wrapped up. Donald Trump gave uh, his uh, keynote speech, it went about an hour and 45 minutes. Ooh. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. Wow. And he said that he wants to complete the mission. He wants to, quote, see this battle through to ultimate victory. Right. Now, it's it's interesting because he didn't go after um, any of the other challengers, Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or anybody else. Uh, but he was pretty clear that uh, he wants to finish a job that he thinks is unfinished after only one term in office. Fabulous. Um I'm reading about it, <clears throat> excuse me, not watching it. Uh, the conference has been sort of raised a few eyebrows for lack of attendees, Greg. Fair to say? Yeah. Now, I was not in person for the events this year. I have attended it many times okay. over the years, but I was watching some of the video footage. And uh, for some of the some of the keynote and, and larger, you know, high profile name speakers, it did look as if it was not uh, full. I mean, in years past, uh, it would be just, uh, you know, standing room only in many mm. cases. Um, so so it, it looks as if there, you know, some of the 
maybe if you want to call them more mainstream Republicans um, uh, in that part of the, you know, that part of the party, maybe they are staying away now from from this event. Most of the merchandisers and vendors and, and things that were there, almost 90, maybe more than 90 percent of the items being sold. Uh, Trump and MAGA related items as opposed to other uh, members of the Republican political field. So it's it's interesting to see how that has shifted a little bit. Greg, whenever I think that uh, Donald Trump has lost his hold on the Republican Party, I uh, read a news story that tells me that I'm wrong about it. Watching uh, Nikki Haley's speech the other night, which I thought would be received with a lot more enthusiasm, it really was not received with much at all. Um, talk about that. Talk about the this uh, relationship that continues to exist between CPACers and uh, former President Trump. Right. So, you know, she got some polite applause when she came and when she finished her speech and the same for Mike Pompeo. There were reports of a, of a couple of lines that, uh, you know, there are a couple of boo birds maybe in the audience. Mm-hmm. But uh, overwhelmingly, it was just simply a polite response and, uh, you know, reaction from from the audience there. And it was not standing room only as in past years. And of course, one of the lines that we've been hearing from Nikki Haley, including on her announcement day a couple of few weeks ago, you know, she says it's time for a new generation of leadership, yes. not just for the Republican Party, but for the country. And that's, you know, that's that's a that's a veiled, you know, statement aimed at Donald Trump, who is, uh, you know, 76 years old and has already had his one term in office. And she's looking for a turning of the page. And so that didn't sit well with an audience that is predominantly supporting Donald Trump. So former Governor Larry Hogan, he's the governor from Maryland, uh, Mm -hmm. was putting together a sort of an exploratory committee to see if he would throw his hat into the presidential ring. Over the weekend, he said, uh, yeah, maybe not at this time. So it's interesting with CPAC, uh, Mike Pompeo, Nikki Haley, some people are in or thinking about getting in. Other people are clearly out. We're leaning into 2024, even though it still feels a long way away. But people are coalescing as to whether they're going to run or not, Greg. That's right. And in Hogan's case, he was very specific about saying one reason why he decided ultimately not to throw his hat in the ring for 2024. He believes that having too large a field of GOP candidates, like we saw mm-hmm. in 2016 when Donald Trump one in 2016 won mm-hmm. the White House. He thinks having too many candidates on the GOP side will dilute um, those who are non-Trump voters. And he's been a Trump critic, a vocal Trump critic, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to see Donald Trump back in the White House. And so he felt like if he was going to be jumping in and a lot of other people who we are expecting to jump in, uh, he said he didn't want to see another multi-car pileup and then and that would essentially allow Trump to get the nomination. So he was pretty specific about his his anti-Trump views as being key in his own decision making. Greg Clugston with us, SRN News White House correspondent, finally restored to technological fullness <laughs> between between his space and our space. Had a ricola. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, so the White House is going to release the federal budget this week. Uh, I'm sure that's not a thin document. Uh, tell us what you know about it, Greg. Right. Well, it's going to happen on Thursday. The White House has been talking about it here for a few weeks now. And, you know, it's interesting. And in some ways, it's a wish list because that's always the case when when the president puts forward a proposal, a framework, really, of of what the priorities are and what those spending, what that spending will look like. But ultimately, it's the lawmakers in Congress that that make those uh, decisions in terms of, of of the budget specifics. 
and then turn around and send it to the White House. And so in some ways, this is really um, a political document coming from the White House. And the president's not even going to be announcing it here in Washington. Mm -hmm. He'll be traveling to Pennsylvania, not Pittsburgh, but he'll be in Philadelphia to unveil uh, the framework on Thursday. And a lot of people are basically saying, look, this is um, like we're looking at the Republican candidates and some of those who are expected hopefuls in 2024. This is a document that is going to show the priorities of Joe Biden as we expect him, expect him to announce his reelection bid. And so what he puts in the budget is most likely going to be on a campaign trail, um, you know, promise as well. Interesting. Everything is on the campaign trail right now. Mm -hmm. Everything. That's where we're headed. Yeah, exactly. I, I know it's early, but we talked about last week how the first Republican presidential primary debates in August, just a few months away. Mm. The campaign never ends. Greg, before you leave us, uh, opening day for the Pirates is only is less than a month away. John is uh, all always hopeful, always hopeful, but not sure whether he wants to buy tickets for opening day. Uh, Is that something that's important to you as you support your nationals or your Mariners or whoever you're going with this year? Yeah. In terms of going on opening day. Yeah. Would you do it? Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever been to an opening day game. I think it would be fun. I haven't either. I think I would like to do it just, uh, just, just, you know, just because. Even if, even if you don't think your team's going to do well, um, it's the go. day of eternal hope, right? Exactly. It is, yeah. John. How many opening days do you think you've gone to? Forty. Can you believe that, Greg? <laughs> I think that's fantastic. That's I do great. too. I'm, I'm really jealous of it. Hope springs eternal. Just... That's all I'm saying. Who's, who's your team, Greg? Is it the Nationals? Um, I, I, I don't mind the Nationals, but my hometown boyhood Seattle Mariners, of course, are the, are the mm-hmm. team. Yeah, and they're projected this year to be where? Well, they 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 finally made it to the playoffs last year after a twenty year drought. Mm. Uh, we know what that snuck... drought is like. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just snuck in. Um, so I think I think they've got a good chance to uh, to go back to the playoffs Fabulous. this year, okay. which would be uh, yeah. Well, we'll root for the Mariners from afar. Yeah, because there's because, not much to root for here. Yeah, and we're thinking if we get close to five hundred, we're going to be oh, like, like sky a, high, popping the champagne. Yeah, you can, yeah, American League and National League teams, you can have one in each league. I think That's so too. Fine. All right, That's fine. Good to talk to you, Greg. Thanks, Thanks for, for hanging patience. in there, Greg. Thank you hey, so much. Great to hear you. You as well, and to see you, <laughs> Greg Clarkston, SRN News White House correspondent. Information about Greg, wordfm.com. 101.5 WORD. How wide is God's mercy? How many people will make it to heaven? What about those who die without hearing the gospel? Does God make exceptions for good people who never completely understand what Jesus did on the cross? Find out just how inclusive the saving grace of God is in John MacArthur's study, Delivered by God, on Grace to You. This is John MacArthur inviting you to listen to Grace to You every weekday morning at 7 a.m. on 101.5 Word FM. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. To the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. 
So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to play and you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now. DeeperFaithCruise.com. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right? Call doing it right. 724 New Roof. You are you find beauty sometimes in the strangest of places. You think, right? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. So I'm watching it. I told you I've been sort of obsessing about this. And this sort is, of. This is not for family consumption. And I know people would get to. Why are you talking about this on Christian radio? But I'm just we're the just same. living our life. People do, you okay. know, right? So I was watching Better Call Saul. Not a family entertainment. Right. Don't However, watch it. Don't watch it with your kids. No, I found it deeply compelling, despite the deep, the moral misgivings of it all. Mm-hmm. But the soundtrack. Don't you love to listen to? Yeah, really good soundtrack. A really good I soundtrack. Think, to I was just talking to Lexi about Ted Lasso before the show started today, and Ted Lasso has a terrific. Does it? Yeah, has a terrific soundtrack too. Lex, don't you think? Yes, it's so good. Is yeah, it? Okay, season three is coming up soon. Yeah, it? it is. All right, just, yeah. Anyway, so I'm watching Better Call Saul late in season six, which is the final season, and there's a piece of music, and I go, boy, is that gorgeous. So it becomes like something I've been obsessing over like these past yeah. many weeks. Mm-hmm. If I've played it once, I've easily played it 50 times. My family's tired of me. They would like me to move on from this particular piece of music. So what did I do? I reached out to a guest to drag him <laughs> into the process. All right? And uh, mm-hmm. right now, we're so happy to welcome back to the show misha willett hey misha uh are you there i am nice to hear from you guys yeah misha misha is um he is a, an author and a, a poet a teacher he teaches english at seattle pacific university and misha we always bring you on and you're always so kind to, to showcase different pieces of poetry but I, I sent you this piece of music over the weekend you probably thought what is this guy dragging me into <laughs> i thought precisely that yes <laughs> <laughs> and so here we are <laughs> So, Misha, this piece of music I sent you based on a piece of poetry. Maybe you could talk about the poetry and then we'll play the music. Would that be all right? Yeah, that sounds great. Um, first, I wondered if it wasn't a, a Christmas piece because uh, still a knocked implies mm-hmm. a, you know, right. a silent night. And I thought, 
Well, thanks, John. I miss Christmas also, but <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. And and then when you turn it over in your mind, you know that there's uh, something ominous, something foreboding, sort of about it. Yes. Uh, so, do you want to read the poem, or should I read the poem? Does it make a difference? Uh, I'll go ahead and read it for us. Okay, please Sorry. do. Thank you. Uh, in the quiet night, at the first watch, her voice began to lament. Sweetly and gently, the night wind carried me to its sound. And from such bitter sorrow and grief, my heart has melted. The little flowers, with my pure tears, I have watered them all. The beautiful moon wishes to set out of pain and never shine again. The stars will let fade their gleam, for they wish to weep with me. Neither bird song nor sound of joy can one hear in the air. The wild animals grieve with me as well upon the rocks and in the ravines. Wow. Okay, so that's a very sad, very mournful poem, obviously. Now, uh, this poem was then later adapted into a piece of music by Brahms, yes? That's right. Who did that on occasion? Really? Uh, what do you know about that? Well, just that there's, there's uh, a large, <laughs> we could say it in a couple different ways. From the poet's angle, uh, there's a large history of composers uh, pilfering the sounds, <laughs> <laughs> poems that are meant to stand alone and then placing them to music. And, of course, thereby they get garner a much wider audience than they might ever have done. Yes. So how about this? So, so Misha just read the, the p poetry. Let's play the piece of music that uh, I heard and is, you know, the, the poem is now music and lyrics together. Here it is. Beautiful. It's beautiful. 
Okay, so, oh, my word. Well, so lovely, isn't it? It's just devastating. So, Misha, there is a, a piece of poetry written by a Jesuit priest. Now, like all things, when something affects you, you, you sort of go and dig a little deeper into what is this, where's the source from this? Mm-hmm. So I, I read a piece about a Jesuit priest by the name of Frederick Spee, who has a very interesting life as a Jesuit priest. And of course, as I said, a poet as well. Uh, did you know Frederick Spee uh, before I brought this up and, and this incredible story? Not a bit. This is completely brand new to me. So uh, here's a man, um, a poet, of course, but what really struck me was that he was in some ways a witness to the witch trials and he saw the, the horror of that and wrote about that. C- can you pick up that thread from what you read? Yeah, the the thing that uh, was, was remarkable about this is it sounds like a, a nature poem, sort of a sweet poem, that melody mm-hmm. is so piercing, right, that you think it might even count as a lullaby. I, I mean, you'd be tempted yeah. to sing this over a child's cradle, right? Yes. But if you pay a little bit more attention to the, the language, even at the very beginning, in the quiet night at the first watch, a voice began to lament. And you have to think, what kind of world is a watch necessitated in? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're on the lookout for enemies and likely killers, right? Otherwise, you don't have to have someone posted right there. So all is not as it seems. And it's not just the moon and the stars and nature mimics my own feelings, but there's something much, much deeper going on. Yes. So the core of this and why I think it's astounding, the music first came to me from, you know, a a series which is not necessarily – uplifting in any way shape or form but there's this beauty in it and then the music itself and then the poetry and then the man who wrote the poetry and his connection with witch trials all right, these so, things so him being the repository for the statements yes of the women who were accused of being witches and then, then another angle here yeah go ahead well that um, the, the title of the book that, that this comes from is Christ on the Mount of Olives, is what, what it comes out of. That's the name of the book that this is a poem inside of, which means the person is not just the person, we'll call it the poet for the moment, is not just someone who witnessed terrible things and is having emotions, right? Yes. It's Jesus in the garden. And so when that's the sound that he overhears, he hears a lament. And I love the German here, with, if I could just say it, because it's got some musicality to it that the English doesn't. In stille Nacht, der ersten Wacht, im Stimm begonnt zum Klangen, der Nacht gewinnt, hat süß und lind, zu mir den Klang getragen. Mm. And that Klangen, that, the word that's translated as lament, is the same word for clang. Like, yeah, like, like some, a bell. A, a cacophony, right. Mm-hmm. But a bell that rings out across the world, right? Yes. And it says sweetly and gently from this bitter sorrow that, that it melts the hearts, but it's Christ's sorrow that he overhears in the garden, right? And that's why the world responds the way it does. Like, I get very, very sad, but the moon doesn't want to hide itself when I do that. But, but of course, in the, in the Gospels, that's precisely what happens. Yes. So all of this horror unfolding, Christ recognizing that, the poetry itself is piercing, and then the final incarnation of all this is this beautiful piece of music which the first time you hear it you think oh like like you did misha this is a lullaby there's you know all these different layers in there 
I love that you use the word incarnation to describe it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. There's something spiritual that, that finds a form. Yes. I wonder, you know, because uh, I've been thinking about this. I'm Like I said, as you came in, I've played this song multiple times. It's like there's something that's so f- deeply affecting to me. I did not know the story until I went to see it. But then when you read the story and see the beauty, you're not surprised that mm-hmm. it is yeah. Christ-centric in many ways. Yes? Yeah, that's right. You know, you hear these moments of great grief, right, as it turns. And what other passion, and that's the word for it, combines that piercing sweetness with this enormous clanging lament? Yes. You know what I mean? That, that we're, it's the old rugged cross, and it's, it's sorrowful, and it's shameful, but it's also the source of absolutely greatest delight. And I think it shows a tremendous amount of spiritual maturity to understand that there is an unbreakable bond between the creation and the creator. You know, if if we if Jesus said, if we don't if if we don't say Hosanna, even the rock, the rocks will cry out. You oh, know, I love that you said that. I was thinking that exactly. No way. Yes. Yeah, because the final line will agree with me as well. And the final line of the poem is upon the rocks and in the ravine. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say that the rocks are going to cry out, but that's there. You're absolutely right to hear that. Mm-hmm. That's what the poet is sort of suggesting. Well, okay, and then Brahms has to cry out, having seen, so the, the character sees the Christ and writes the poem, and then Brahms hears the poem and has to write the song, and then some producers from Better Call Saul hears the song and puts it in, and then John sees the show. Do you see what I mean? It, yeah. We're all crying out in our way. Yes. Yeah. Fabulous. That's really beautiful. It's really wonderful thing. Misha, thanks for being game. I really appreciate you being here and to give us some clarity to something that's deeply moving. Of course. Always nice to be with you guys. And you as well. Uh, Misha, Misha Willett. Look for him online, MishaWillett.com. Here's this song again. today's best faith-based and family-friendly movies all free of charge march 24 through 26 word fm welcomes the 2023 projecting hope film festival to the pittsburgh mills cinema presented by speakman financial group see the best faith-focused films of 2022 and the highly anticipated 2023 release jesus revolution plus free popcorn get free same-day tickets at the door while they last or reserve now for a minimum one dollar donation at projectinghopepgh.com see website for showtimes we're entering a time Time of increasing hostility against people of faith, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wall, now Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way. To protect your retirement, I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. 
There are no strings attached. So text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800 900 8,000. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit Bachman's roofing.com Just this weekend, Judy Human passed away at the age of 75. Now, this is probably a name with which you're not familiar. I certainly wasn't until I read a profile of her in the New York Times yesterday. Um, but Judy Human um, was born as a quadriplegic mm. and desperately wanted to become a teacher. Um, but was not allowed to work as a teacher in New York City because there was discrimination against disabled people um, as just a matter of course. It was just the way it was. The difficulty of being a quadriplegic in the classroom. Sure. And, you know, it was just, of course you can't be a teacher. Sure. Why, why would you want to be a teacher? How You, you have to. And she said, well, what, what, else, what am I supposed to go and do? Mm-hmm. They said, well, you're disabled. I guess you're not supposed to do anything, which was the problem. She said, we fundamentally misunderstand what disabled people are. And the capacities that we have. So no contribution. Exactly. Um, So she said, we have things to contribute. Um, I want to contribute in the fields of teaching. Other people want to contribute in the fields of science and technology and math and poetry and baking and whatever. Um, She went on to become an official in the Clinton administration, a special advisor in the Obama State Department, and a fellow or board member at some of the nation's leading nonprofits. They also um, did a documentary about her that was nominated for an Oscar a couple years ago. Did she teach? She did teach. She absolutely did teach. Um, The pivotal moment, though, in her life, probably, and in all of our lives, when it comes to how we look at disabled people in America, came in San Francisco in 1977. Richard Nixon had signed the Rehabilitation Act, which was supposed to outlaw discrimination against disabled people by any institution that got federal money. But it had been four years since he had signed it, and it had never actually been implemented. Mm -hmm. And so people in the 
Carter administration were dragging their feet, whatever, and and so nothing was happening. Um, so the measure was was never implemented, um, and so those who were waiting for its implementation finally got frustrated and said, "Forget it." They said there was going to be a national protest if it's not signed off by April fourth of that year. Of course, April fifth arrived, nothing happened, and Judy Human, who was then twenty nine years old, organized the San Francisco contingent of um, occupying federal offices. She and 99 of her good friends with various disabilities showed up and they sat in that federal building. Um, Other protests started around the country, but the San Francisco sit-in continued for a month and has been described as the longest nonviolent occupation of a federal building in American history. Wow. Yeah. For disability rights. Right. Many of the protesters didn't even bring supplies or anything. The government shut the electricity out to try to get them to move out of the building. We're not going. But deaf protesters were in there. They could communicate through sign language with people on the outside. Anyway, they ended up prevailing. And it uh, And what we know about disability rights is largely because of that sit-in and because mm-hmm. of the ferocity of Judy Human, who died at 75 over the weekend. It gives new meaning to the phrase, walk a mile in my shoes when you can't walk a mile in someone's shoes because of the disability. But all of us should experience that in some way so we can have empathy for those who are disabled in their lives. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home too at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Vote Eric. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. It was not a good way to start a Monday morning at the airport, in this case, Boston's Logan International, when two planes made contact with one another. Authorities say both from United Airlines. One was being backed back from a gate by a tow tug when its right wing struck the tail of another aircraft, both Boeing 737s, no one was hurt. Democrats in New Hampshire are livid with President Biden for undermining their state's status as home to the first in the nation presidential primary. And they're not alone. There are growing concerns about Biden running much deeper in line with the majority of Democrats around the nation, many who staunchly oppose the 80-year-old president's plans to launch a re-election bid. This is SRN News. I'd rather ride a bike with my kids than ride in an ambulance. I'd rather have a catch with my dog, Curtis, than catch pneumococcal pneumonia. (coughs) If you're 19 or older with certain chronic conditions like heart disease, asthma, or diabetes, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Learn more at Prevnar20.com. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. 
Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org employment. Geneva College understands that you're passionate about your life's work. Through Geneva's graduate degree programs, you'll be equipped to fully pursue your faith life calling, excelling in your field, and moving forward for a purpose. In your studies and in your work, you'll be challenged to seek God's design in all things, integrating faith and life, aspiring, leading, and achieving your goals for all that you're created to be and do. You were made for this. Visit geneva.edu slash graduate to learn more. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. It'll be mostly cloudy tonight with a couple of showers around, especially early on. The low tonight, 33. A rain or snow shower to start things off for us tomorrow. Otherwise, a cloudy, windy, colder day. Tomorrow's high only 42. A breezy mix of clouds and sunshine on Wednesday, staying on the cold side. Wednesday's high, 43. Plan with confidence. Download the AccuWeather app today. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Rose Tamburino. Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, thanks for being with us. The Monday edition, a gorgeous day here in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, last week, Kath, you and I talked about the, the suspected poisoning of Iranian schoolgirls. It's a disturbing story. It certainly is. Some 50 different schools, apparently, have been targeted, and hundreds and hundreds of Iranian schoolgirls. No one has died. No one is in critical condition. But in these 50 different schools... There is a very strong smell. Uh, some people say it smells like tangerines. Other people say like chlorine. It has felled any number, I'm saying, in, in the hundreds of young Iranian schoolgirls. So this, um, what's happening now is that the Iranian authorities, uh, the authorities, after these reports and the escalation of 10, 20, 30, 50 different schools have reported this, now Iranian authorities are saying this could be a case of mass hysteria. Oh, so it's the girl's fault. Mm-hmm. 
I'm reading from the AP, a crisis over suspected poisonings targeting Iranian schoolgirls has escalated yesterday as authorities acknowledge that over 50 schools were struck in a wave of possible cases. The poisonings have spread further fear among parents as Iran has faced months, of course, of unrest. It remains unclear who or what is responsible since the alleged poisonings began in November in the Shiite city, holy city of Qom. Reports now suggest that schools across 21 of Iran's 30 provinces have seen suspected cases with girls' schools the site of all of the incidents. Just one boys' school mm-hmm. has reported this. Okay, So, of course, um, international authorities have, have started to report on this, and they've shown up. Um, uh, the World Health Organization has been looking at these reports and uh, human rights activists in Iran have been looking at this as well. Children affected in the poisonings reportedly can complain of heart palpitations, feeling lethargic or otherwise short-term paralysis. Some describe, as I said, smelling tangerines, chlorines, or cleaning agents. Reports suggest that at least 400 school children have fallen ill since November. Uh, now, uh, let me just move forward in this. Iranian officials have not acknowledged a- any of this. Um, there's a group called Fadin Veliet, which roughly translates to devotees of the guardianship. And it is a threat, a, a group of uh, that threatens Iranian schoolgirls. It remains influential within Iranian politics, has ties to the ruling class. Uh, saying this, this may be what they would consider. The common denominator uh, is that all of these girls are in their extreme thinking, intellectual stagnation, and rigid, rigid religious views that have allowed them to be committing yeah. such yeah. hysteria. Right. Okay. So here's the, let me just interpret that. Mm-hmm. As I see it, the Iranian government knows that all of the uprising that has gone on for the last six, eight, nine months started with the death of a young Iranian. Right. 22, I believe she was. Um, And once Masa was killed, people realized that this is going on. I mean, there had been allegations of young girls that were being harassed by police. But when she died, that was the rallying cry for people inside Iran and people outside of Iran to say, you cannot treat young women like this in a decent, developed country. You cannot do that. Um, And so this is the retribution of the Iranian government. This is the evil of the government is that they are doing this to young innocent, impressionable girls trying to squash any type of um, associations or, I don't know, desires that they would have to make a statement themselves for their own freedom, for the freedom of their older sisters, their mothers, their aunts. Exactly, right. These poisonings, let me go back and quote this AP article again, quote, these poisonings are occurring in an environment where Iranian officials have impunity for the harassment, mm-hmm. assault, rape, torture, and execution of women peacefully asserting their freedom of religion or beliefs, uh, said Sharon Kilbaum of the Commission from the World Health Organization. So uh, it, it's what you're saying. There is this payback and to blanket this now with mass hysteria, right? right. This is your problem. This is not our problem. You've created this in your own minds. Uh, it sort of just pushes this down the road. How weak is a government filled with men who are afraid of 14-year-old girls? Mm -hmm. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that.
So let's pray for these women, for their families, for everyone who loves them, and for all the teachers that are standing by them in their schools. Brave of, of all of them mm-hmm. to show, continue to show up yep. amidst all this. All right, we'll take a, a quick break uh, from teenagers or young women in Iran to uh, women here in the United States, the young adults, young men, young women, and anxiety. 101.5 WORD. You're home for real life radio with Jack Hibbs. Jesus experienced all these things, yet without sin, for he was God in the flesh and experiences all these things that you and I struggle with. He was tired, but Jesus prayed for strength. He was strengthened. Jesus prayed for peace. Peace was given to him and direction. He prays and his father leads him. If the son of God prays and needs to pray, then how much more do you and I need to pray? Real Life Radio with Pastor Jack Hibbs. Weekday mornings at 1130 on 101.5 Word FM. Reverse mortgages. Perceptually, those words were kind of bad words for a while. And still today, in many cases, it's not the perfect fit. But without a doubt, today's reverse mortgage program, now insured by the federal government, is night and day different from that of old. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62 and can't afford to retire, today's reverse mortgage program can be life-changing. This new option does not require you to give up ownership of your home, it will not leave your heirs with debt, and it can provide you with lifetime monthly payments from the value of your home, or even a cash-out option. At United Faith Mortgage, our commitment is to clearly lay out all the details for you or your parents' specific case, and then only take on cases where it's clearly obvious to everyone involved This is a no-lose situation. If you're curious what it would look like for you or someone you love, we are United Faith Mortgage. Call for free information on reverse loans. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. NMLS number 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. What do you mean he went searching for fresher powder? We have full classes today. Instructor down at Vesper Ski School. Toward each other to snowplow, honey, not away. She needs more ski instructors to slalom through the day-to-day. Pizza, fries. Whoa, Braley, no, pizza, pizza. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Just the other day, talking with a group of friends and just, you know, checking in. Hey, how you doing? What's going on with your family? And someone in this circle, just standing around, maybe there were like six or eight of us, I believe. Someone made a comment about their child suffering through some post-pandemic trauma. And, you know, it was just a matter of course of conversation. And all of us in this in this little circle, we all nodded our head knowingly. Mm-hmm. 
like we've heard this story before. This, uh, you know, here we are just seemingly a little out of the pandemic, but knowing that young adults or young teens, these last three years, so much as they've been derived from, or deprived from, I should Mm -hmm. say, sorry, they've been deprived of just the simplicity of growing up as a young adult or a teen in this country. I mean, so many things have been canceled, schools changed, uh, social situations have changed. It's taken a toll, the mental health toll, on so many young men and women, not just in this country, but around the world. So we, we wonder about that, young adult anxiety. Well, Joni DeBrito is back with us. She is the Focus on the Family. She's a counselor there, a contributor, former director of parenting at Focus on the Family. And we're here today to talk once again about young adult anxiety. And Joni, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Joni, when John introduced the segment, I got exactly what he was saying, because all of us, we don't even have to explain what young adult anxiety is, because we all recognize it if we know any young adults. Um, From your perspective, um, what characterizes it? Is there something in particular that makes, you know, anxiety of this age group different than perhaps an older or younger group? Sure. Well, it started before the pandemic, and one of the contributing factors that has been found over and over to be a significant issue for this age group is social media. Um, There's a lot of cyberbullying that goes on in social media. People also have this fear of missing out, and so they're connected at all hours. They're not getting sleep, etc., but they also compare themselves to the images that they see on social media um, that they feel they don't uh, measure up to. And so it leaves them feeling bad and so forth. Hmm. Now, there are many, many other contributing factors, but that's one that has been found to be really significant. And then when you consider that the uh, teenagers and young adults have gone through the pandemic and many of them were very isolated Basically, the only way that they had to connect with their friends for many of them was through social media. So they were hooked into that even more. And all of the things that you talked about at the beginning, John, in terms of, you know, things that you look forward to, your graduation or parties or proms or sporting events or whatever, things that they weren't able to participate in. Those things can't come back. They're gone. And so there's a lot of grieving and a lot of sense of loss of what has not occurred for them and what they weren't able to experience and what they'll never be able to experience. Yeah. That's really heartbreaking. I know um, I had a daughter graduate from high school during COVID and I had a daughter graduate from college during COVID. Mm. And, um, and I, you know, kind of watching it from afar and watching how they process it. Um, we were just talking the other night about a an organization that my daughter, who was in high school at the time, was deeply involved with in, in high school. Mm-hmm. Of course, when it came time for her senior year, COVID hit. The whole thing fell apart. All of the senior-ish things about it just disappeared, right? All the things mm-hmm. that you kind of look forward to from when you're a kid. Um, right. They just disappeared. And she just decided to just cut that whole segment of her life away. It was like mm-hmm. it had never happened. And I asked her about it because, you know, it's been several years. And she said, you know, I just think looking back on it, it was easier for me to be angry than it was for me to be sad about it. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I'm sure she's not the only one who felt that way. 
That's actually a really profound statement because anger is something that for whatever reason, most people do feel more comfortable with. There's a bit of a stigma, I think, around sadness that somehow you're weak if you feel sad. Uh, People definitely understand there are a lot of things to be frustrated and angry about and so forth. But sometimes people don't respond so well to people when they are sad. It's Mm kind of like, get over it. You know, it's not a big deal. So-and-so has a worse life than you do. There are a lot of things that we do to, you know, sometimes respond to way in ways that really discount the way people feel. That's actually a very profound statement that your daughter made, that it was easier to deal with that anger. And I do think that's very common. Um, And so that's one of the things that we try to do when we're working with teens and young adults is help them recognize when they're grieving and really try to give them permission and validate those feelings of loss and grieving and so forth so that they can really begin to uh, cope with the sadness in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. Tony, let's talk about talk therapy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it used to be sort of a a stigma across uh, the the country. Oh, you you need to go see a psychiatrist or you need to go talk to someone. And it was always Mm -hmm. sort of couched in shame. Now, what I see, this is interesting to me, especially as a parent, you know, I'm I'm watching streaming and, um, you know, uh, things are sold now to to kids uh, through drug companies, through pharmaceuticals. If you're a certain age, I think it might be 18 years of age and over, you can go online and talk to a licensed therapist who will prescribe medication to you. Now, uh, medication is one thing, but the idea of talk therapy and medication hand in hand, perhaps I'm sure, especially from your perspective, is more preferred. Can, Can you comment on that? Yeah, it actually depends on what you're talking about. There are definitely people who can be helped with medication and um, for instance, you know, if it's more of a biologically based depression, medication can be very helpful. And there are also some other uh, disorders that people might be doing with things like uh, bipolar disorder, which is known to require medication in order for people to get better, actually to require a combination of medication and um, therapy. And uh, the same thing for OCD. And there are some other um kinds of things that people might be dealing with where they definitely need medication to help them, mainly because those are considered to be more biologically based. Now, that doesn't mean that if it's not biologically based, medication can't help. It can. But the opposite is true as well, that sometimes people don't need medication to get better. Sometimes the talk therapy can be just as helpful. For instance, things like cognitive behavioral therapy is one that we use a lot to help people change the way they think and they feel in a way that helps them to experience life in a healthier way. Joni DeBrito is with us, Focus on the Family, counselor, contributor, former director of parenting. Um, Joni, talk about, uh, since we're already on the subject of talk therapy, um, being in person versus being online. I know a lot of people uh, took to uh, therapy during the COVID era, and of course, people weren't meeting in person, so they started online Mm -hmm. and are still continuing online. Can you talk about the cost benefit of, of being there as opposed to in person? Sure. You know, I'm a good person to ask about that because I was much against it for a very long time before Mm. COVID. And then COVID forced us into needing to use it because there were so many people around the country, whether they were in large cities or in rural areas, 
they couldn't get to therapy and they were really struggling. And so there were a lot of uh, rules in terms of, you know, going across state lines and so forth that were relaxed that still have been relaxed. So virtual therapy is available to more people now. And I will say that I still prefer to be in the room with someone because you have that extra element of kind of feeling out how things are feeling for you and how it feels as if things are going that kind of intangible experience that you have a therapist to a client of, does this feel like it's going well and so forth. But that's really the biggest thing that you lose if you do virtual therapy and it can still be very successful. So um, one of the great benefits is that it can just be so hard for people who are depressed or anxious even to get out of bed or out of their homes or whatever, out of wherever they are that's a safe place to go to therapy. So this opens up the opportunity for more people who may need it to seek it and and feel less threatened and so forth. So, you know, you lose that that personal element, but it's more accessible to so many more people now. Mm-hmm. And, and effectiveness, any way to track that? Effectiveness in person versus online? So, you know, obviously it's person by person, but the effectiveness seems to be fairly similar. It really has to do with how dedicated the client is. Mm. And that's true whether you're in person or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we have seen significant success with clients who are doing virtual therapy. So often the success of therapy has to do with consistency and persistence. In other words, people are, are trying to work on Uh, maybe things that are goals of theirs and they're working on those things consistently, not just like, oh, I'll try this for a couple of weeks and then I'll let it go. So they're working consistently, but they're also persistent in that they continue to go. And that's the other thing that might be more of a benefit in virtual therapy is people are more apt to show up when all they have to do is, you know, click, get on their computer yep. as opposed to drive around town or worry about weather or what have you. I see. We're talking with Joni DeBrito. She's a counselor with Focus on the Family. Joni, I wonder about this. So as we talk about young adult anxiety or teen anxiety, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, will those those young adults or young teens, what we've just gone through this three-year period, Will they hold sort of the the monkeyer of, oh, I was, you know, a a, a COVID teen, and so I Uh carry these scars with me? Uh How do you feel about that? Well, it it really depends on what people decide to do. I mean, we've had all kinds of things in our history of I was there when, or whether it was, you know, my grandparents and parents in their young years who lived through the depression or things like that. And it really depends on, do people decide that they want those things to define them or do they want to say, Hey, this was a part of my life and I experienced it. But the other thing you can say from that is because I went through that, I learned to be more resilient and these are the good things I took out of it. And these are the bad things. These are the lessons I learned in in terms of preventing responding in ways that aren't helpful and so forth. So I think it's a very personal decision. And the question you asked is a really good one because those of us around those kids, the, the parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, et cetera, you know, have a really big uh, role to play there of how we help them integrate this experience into their lives. Are we going to help them see it as an opportunity to be more resilient or feel as if they were victimized? That's good. Joni, let's uh, turn towards focus in the family. 
and the sure. the idea of of counseling, especially from a Christian perspective. Now, of course, people have a lot of options, right? Um, and we know right. that Focus has availability on the phone. You can mm-hmm. call Focus in the family and speak to a, a licensed trained therapist. Can you talk about that? And people say, well, I, you know, I, I want the best for my child. Um, mm-hmm. So the idea of, from a Christian perspective, let's talk about you know childhood anxiety or teen anxiety. What does Focus have to offer from that perspective? than you know that a secular perspective would? So Focus on the Family has a counseling department. I am part of that. And we have uh, licensed professional uh, mental health professionals available Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. So you can adjust that depending on your time zone available to uh, you can call and request that a counselor call you back. And that number is 855 855- Seven seven one four three five seven, and when that counselor talks with you, if that counselor feels like your child or you or someone needs some extra help, they have access to the Christian Counselors Network, which is a database of Christian counselors, all of whom are trained and credentialed and licensed, but also adhere to an evangelical statement of faith. And those folks, um, the the counselors at Focus can help people find people either in their area by just looking up via zip code, or they can find people virtually that they might be able to hook up with to help them with whatever issues they have that they're struggling with. Also, we did put together a suicide prevention program called Alive to Thrive, and that's available at alivetothrive.com. And even though it was produced for parents and teachers and coaches and other people who uh, interact with kids on a regular basis to help prevent suicide, it's also um, helpful to help them understand mental health issues because out of we have um, six training modules and We don't talk about suicide until the sixth module. We talk about influences in the culture that may uh, have some influence on depression, anxiety, and other mental health disorders for teens and young adults. We talk about the different disorders, what they look like, how to watch for signs, how to interact with kids who are struggling, et cetera. So it's a very comprehensive resource. And of course, it's free of charge online at alivetothrive.com and then clicking on the free training link. That's Joni DeBrito, Focus on the Family Counselor, Contributor, and former Director of Parenting. Joni, the phone number, 855-771-4357? Correct. And that spells out help at the end there. Terrific. 771-HELP. All right. 771-HELP. And also look at AliveToThrive.com. Joni, thank you for being here with us today. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. It's our great pleasure. Joni DeBrito from Focus on the Family, 881 771-4357 for Focus on the Family, their helpline. God calls us to a deep gladness because we, as believers, we all have a deep hunger. Grove City College knows about that calling, right? They assume, we all do, that that caller is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so Grove City is committed to helping people, young students, pursue the vision for our lives and believes believe that you will be changed as you find your sense of purpose, your sense of calling in this world. 
And I think that's what we all want out of college, right? We want those four years that are filled with so much uncertainty to be ones that end up giving us the clarity we want. To give us a place. Yeah. And to give us the foundation of education and the foundation of relationships that we really want. Um, Grove City is a special place, and not every school appeals to every kid or every parent. But this is the time. We're already in March. This is the time when applications are going out. This is the time when you need to make your college visits, your college, you know, your phone calls, all those sorts of things. So if you're a parent of a high school senior or even a high school junior and sophomore who is interested in, like, getting on the ball, this is the time to do it. So do yourself a favor and go up to Grove City and talk to somebody, get a tour from a student and find out if that indeed is the right place for you and your family. We're all called to something. Don't you owe it to yourself to investigate the excellence of Grove City College? Look online first, gcc.edu. That's Grove City College. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now. DeeperFaithCruise.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. It'll be mostly cloudy tonight with a couple of showers around, especially early on. The low tonight, 33. A rain or snow shower to start things off for us tomorrow. Otherwise, a cloudy, windy, colder day. Tomorrow's high only 42. A breezy mix of clouds and sunshine on Wednesday, staying on the cold side. Wednesday's high, 43. Plan with confidence. Download the AccuWeather app today. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Rose Tamburino. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? What's that? Natural deodorant. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, this is for uh, people, especially women, I would say, who are concerned about the aluminum. risk of, of aluminum breast cancer. Um, I have tried natural deodorant. Have you, though? Yeah. And so I don't know if you, I don't know if it's a thing that men even do. Or if a woman who you know has done this. And so I ask you, John, does natural deodorant make sense? Natural deodorant makes sense if you're hanging out in the woods by yourself. (laughs) Otherwise, Mm -hmm. no. You should use Mm -hmm. what is available 
and proven to work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I appreciate it. Yeah. But maybe if you're like, you know, someone who, you know, sits in a lounge chair all day, maybe, and not really exerting yourself in any way. Do you think that really works? Have you? So you tried it. I have. And were you a little stinky? That does not make sense. It doesn't. Listen, I want it to make sense. Did you I notice? Want, did I notice? Oh, you did. I. Do tell. Listen. Oh, dare. I decided I haven't tried it for a while. Like okay, what? like a couple years. So you think they so got I decided, better? I, well, I decided to try it today. I was working at home. You know what I mean? Give it on I, right I wasn't now. No, I wasn't coming. It was before I came to work. Okay. And it was before I showered. I'll just try some and of I was, this. Yeah, so I'm just going to see how it goes. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> it's adamant. I didn't like myself mm, mm. through the totality of the work I was doing, rearranging uh -huh. the furniture. Oh, yeah. Bedroom. You were sweating, moving heavy furniture around. I wasn't around, even sweating exerting. that much. But I was stinker. stinky. Were you? Stinky. Like I, I don't mean to discourage people mm. who are listening from pursuing a healthier lifestyle, but no, for me, not. I just have to tell you today that does not make sense. Right. It's kind of funny you're focused on that today because I've been thinking about this. Does it? Does this make sense? Men wearing toupees. <laughs> does that make any sense? Now you know. You look at me. I'm a little follically challenged up there, and you know you kind of go. Well, then wouldn't it be nice to have like a full, healthy head of hair uh -huh. like back in the day yeah. when, you know, you were feeling your oats? Mm -hmm. And then you see you see men who succumb to that ego crutch and you think, my friend, you can see that a mile away. I mean, I appreciate the sentiment and the effort. I do too. And the drive to I want to too. look your best. But there's something about it that just fundamentally in my heart doesn't make sense here's the thing though maybe there are men out there who like wear it well and you don't even know that maybe that's what i often think maybe of perhaps the people i am noticing are those who are just wearing it poorly that because I, I think like hollywood celebrities ted danson yeah his looks very good 101.5 WORD. Don't miss your shot on the next Adventure in Odyssey. Phil knows he's the best player at basketball camp until he plays someone better. It's a lesson on humility that both he and Jimmy Barkley must learn before they make bigger fools of themselves. Discover what they learn about going back to the basics next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. 
Solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF Solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with Solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So what's wrong with us? Why are we at war with each other? Why are we so anxious? Well, this is the time of year when we look at ourselves through the eyes of faith in light of Jesus' great sacrifice for us. Join us at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, as we reflect on the wonder of the cross. Learn more at fpcp.org. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, The Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Reverend Dr. Bruce Bickle is president and founder of Transformational Leadership Group and for many years was senior VP and managing director of private foundation management services at PNC Wealth Management here in Pittsburgh. Uh, Bruce graduated from the United States Naval Academy in 1966 with a BS in electrical engineering. Do you know that? I did not. How about that? Go Navy. After after serving in Southeast Asia in an aviation capacity, he served as VP of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Bruce has spoken around the Pittsburgh area for many, many years. Um, Issues concerning character and ethics. He also has done several weekly Bible studies. and um, Fine preacher. Just an absolutely fine preacher. Okay, Bruce, it's so terrific to talk to you. We've spent so much time together over the years, whether it was at, you know, different churches in the Pittsburgh area or here in the Word FM studios. Um, So give us an update. Uh, You've had Parkinson's now for how long? About seven, eight years. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, Now, but prior to Parkinson's, Bruce, you were dealing with a lot of uh, health issues related to your time in Vietnam. So just talk about what your struggle over the years has been um, as far as physical conditioning. Well, you're right. I did injured in Vietnam and I've had about 30 operations. So the combination of Parkinson and orthopedic problems is a bad combination. So what I've been managing in the last 30, 40 years has been that with the addition of Parkinson, it's much more difficult to manage my orthopedic issues. Mm. So it's a bad, bad combination, but I'm learning some wonderful things in my spiritual life. Yeah, Bruce, so let's talk about that. I mean, you know, there was a time where you were a quarterback uh, at Navy. Uh, of course, you were a, a flyer in Vietnam, uh, shot down in Vietnam. You, you've led a very large, vigorous mm-hmm. life. And now, of course, uh, there's frailty that's been upon you. So can you talk about that? I mean, uh, only knowing what I know, of course, in my own life, in my own journey, that the highs and the lows, God has been faithful in my life. And I imagine you would say the same thing about yourself. Absolutely. Two things I've been learning here in the last year or two have been certainly the the beauty of, of the body of Christ and God's merciful way in which he deals with our idolatry. Let me explain a little bit about okay. both. Yeah. 
as, as you indicated, the VA has me rated as 100% disabled, which means I have to have somebody around me 24 hours a day because I can't do much. And there was a time when Becky had a back, back surgery, a back fusion, several months ago. And there was a time when neither one of us, because she was recovering from her back surgery, or I could get in the kitchen to make, make food. Mm. And so the wonderful thing occurred is that the body of Christ surfaced through the Tuesday Bible study group at PNC, and they came up with a five-week plan of providing food for us. Wow. And they signed up, and for five weeks we had people deliver food to us to the house. And that was a wonderful ministry of the body of Christ. But the amazing thing is we, we have a group of people from comfort keepers who come and take care of me when Becky's not available. She's still working part-time. She has other things to do. And so I need to have somebody around me. And there's a young man from Nepal who comes over to me about three times a week. And he was just amazed and overwhelmed when he saw these people bringing food for 35, <laughs> for 35 straight days. Oh. And he did, kept asking me, you're so lucky to have friends. I said, it's not luck, it's God's providence. And he said, what do you mean? I said, this is the body of Christ at work. And he really been enamored by that. And we're having some wonderful discussions about his understanding of the personal work of Christ. But it all came as a result of the body of Christ stepping to the front. And he kept saying, I'm so fortunate to be such a good friend. And I said, I have good friends because that's the body of Christ at work. And so I've just been so encouraged that even in my disabled position, the body of Christ is at work and there's a witness to it. And I'll keep you posted on the destination of this young man. Yeah, for sure. We're talking to the Reverend Dr. Bruce Bickle. Uh, Bruce, you spent so much of your time here in Pittsburgh over the years preaching in area churches, everywhere from the north to the south to the east and the west. I mean, I'm sure there are people listening to us right now who say, oh, I remember going to hear Bruce at X Church. or I remember when Bruce came to my church. So you have seen the body of Christ at work for a long time. I sure have, but I've, this has been very personal and very intimate. Just an observer who's not in a fellowship observes the impact of the body of Christ upon my life and Becky's life, and it just questions that the wonderful opportunity just to tell this is what the Christian life is about, it's taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. Loving one another is you love yourself. Yeah. Bruce, a lot of people in your position failing health, uh, Parkinson's, any number of disabilities, uh, you would tend to get uh, maybe sad or angry or bitter. Uh, I don't hear that in your voice at all. Oh, not at all. I'm just very fortunate. That's that's all of God's grace, John. And uh, the other thing I've been learning is God's merciful way in which he deals with our idolatry. As you indicated, my life has pretty much been built on two aspects of my personality and being in my athletic life and my preaching and teaching life. And both of those have been removed. Mm. I cannot do anything athletically or physically. And I can't preach and teach because my voice is gone and my vocal, vocal cords are very weak. So the two things that I base my life upon really, my athletic ability and my preaching and teaching have both been removed. And I begin to realize that God wants to remove us from idols, remove, remove idols from us. Mm-hmm. 
An idol is trusting someone or something to do what only God can do. And I looked back over my years, and I said, you know, there's a lot of times that I made my athletic ability and my preaching and teaching idols. And what the Lord is doing is just removing those for me. And left the, the only thing I have left now is just to manage my Parkinson's for the glory of God. And I'm just reminded of what Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 after describing the ministry of the New Covenant. He says, therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose hope. Yeah. The reason you don't give up is because ministry is not a function of human achievements and consequences of divine mercy. And so any ministry I've ever had has been a function of God's mercy, not my ability. So if my abilities have been removed, the thing that I have left is God's mercy. And I, that's what I experience every day. Well, so, so, so don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Well, Bruce, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I need to say out loud something that I've said so many times here on the air, which is how grateful I have been for you over mm. many, many decades. I mean, you made such a difference in uh, the life and the discipleship of my mom before she passed away a couple years ago. And um, I believe that's how I first met you. And so just watching the change in her um, and then coming to know you myself and then to work with you at church and to see you here uh, in the studio over so many years um, and in the Pittsburgh area, I, I just love you. I, I mean, I, I praise God for your life and just friend to friend. Uh, I just value you so very highly. That's very sweet and very kind of you, dear. Thank you very much. It means a lot. Yeah. So I'm so, great, so grateful. Bruce, w- one of the main things I remember about you is that you would preach and teach on a Sunday morning. Whenever you read scripture, you always implored the congregation to stand out of respect for God's word. And and I'm often surprised when I go to a church and people don't do that, but that respect is so Mm -hmm. deep and so necessary. You know, it's something that we we miss today in society, isn't it? Absolutely true. That's right, John. I think we need to be more respectful for the word of God because that's how God demonstrates his love for us is through his word. And we need to be very respectful of that. Mm. You know, if you, a, uh, if you have a low view of scripture, you have a low view of God. Mm. If you have a high view of scripture, you have a higher view of God. We need to have a higher view of God. Mm. Over my desk, Bruce, I have think right, act right, feel right, which you told me about probably 25 years ago. Which I've taken for myself <laughs> as well. Think right, act right, feel right. That's how we develop holiness. Mm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Now, when I think of you, Bruce, I have to think of how many times you picked on me when Navy beat Pitt, which I think is, you know, I've just crossed over the line there. Well, that's part of my idolatry. <laughs> <laughs> and see, God's still working on that, Bruce. Is it? <laughs> still working on it. <laughs> Bruce, you know, uh, one of the other great things that, of course, you just briefly touched on is your weekly gathering of Bible study in downtown Pittsburgh with uh, all the people who are welcome at uh, PNC and beyond. And it was an amazing sight to to be part of that, to see that. I mean, there you were in a, in a room at First Pres at Trinity and, uh, I don't know, 60, 70 people weekly eating sandwiches out of a brown bag. And there you were. I mean, you know, it, it was church even though it was, you know, uh, not really church it on a Sunday morning. Yeah, that church. That's a good illustration, John, of God's mercy to me. I never really started that Bible study. I was just an aggressive responder to what happened to a young girl 
the PNC committee asked me a question, why do I need to be saved from my sins? And I answered the question for her after about an hour and a half. And she said, I know people would like to talk about this more often. That's how the Bible study started. Right? So I really, I really didn't start it. I was just an aggressive responder to what the Lord was doing around me. <laughs> an aggressive responder. Wow. Okay, that's good. So, Bruce, you've been an aggressive responder, not just in planning that Bible study, but pretty much in everything I've seen you do. Even your move to Pittsburgh to care for your parents initially, that was being an aggressive responder. Um, so tell me, what's it like now? I mean, are you still aggressively responding? Trying to do that on a daily basis, mm-hmm. Kathy. It's, it's just something that I've grown up with so much understanding that ministry is not a function of divine, function of human achievement, which we always think it is, yeah. but it's really a function of divine mercy. I have nothing to complain about because God has been so merciful to me in permitting me to be involved in what he's doing around me. I just want to make sure I'm joining what he's doing rather than trying to ask him to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And Bruce, I need to touch on something else that you taught me is that, you know, the model of you meeting with men like minded, uh, our good and mutual friend, Bob Long. I mean, you and Bob Long had lunch together for how many decades? Going on three. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did Bob he ever- was a wonderful friend and uh, we just enjoyed the fellowship. We hold each other accountable. One of the things my dad told me when I went to the Naval Academy is, Whenever you cross that white line, become a midshipman. Ask the Lord to give you somebody who holds you accountable spiritually. So wherever I've been, I've always asked that. Lord, give me somebody who holds me accountable spiritually. And in Pittsburgh, all these years, it's been Bob Long. Mm-hmm. And Bob, of course, um, played for the Pitt Panthers. Is it bad for me to bring that up at this moment? I'm on the winning side, so it's up to you. <laughs> You're every bit every bit as poorly behaved as you ever were, Bruce. Yes, sir. <laughs> Parkinson's are not, sir. <laughs> oh, Bruce, we love you. We can't thank you enough for sharing this time with us. Bruce, you're in our prayers daily, and we just thank you much, folks. We want to thank you. Thanks for all you're doing for the kingdom. My son, Finn, was born with congenital heart disease. He ended up spending about the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon. Starlight doesn't just give items that hospitalized kids can use to keep themselves happy, but also memories, moments, and experiences which are so needed in times like these. They allow sick kids to just be kids for a little while. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part to creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. 
term provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Geneva College understands that you're passionate about your life's work. Through Geneva's graduate degree programs, you'll be equipped to fully pursue your faith life calling, excelling in your field, and moving forward for a purpose. In your studies and in your work, you'll be challenged to seek God's design in all things, integrating faith and life, aspiring, leading, and achieving your goals for all that you're created to be and do. You were made for this. Visit Geneva.edu slash graduate to learn more. You're smart, you're busy, and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Before we leave the air today, yeah. I just don't feel right not talking about National Oreo Day, which is today. Yeah. Who doesn't love an Oreo? I can't. Uh, communists? Mm. I mean, I can't think of. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, even they. Given the opportunity, 450 billion Oreos have been sold. Wow. Since 1912. 450 billion. That's a shocking number, mm-hmm. but understandable. Yep. Um, do you like, okay, now they come in Oreo Thins, uh, the double stuff, the big stuff, the mega stuff. Mm-hmm. Preference? Uh, yeah. Thank you for asking, John. I do have a preference. I like the Oreo Thin. I do too. Which I didn't think I would. Mm, no. But I very much like the Oreo Thin, and I particularly like the mint Oreo Thin. Really? Uh-huh. It's kind of off brand, because you would think like, you know, the Oreo Standard, which is delicious. Right. But then the double stuff. Which I always had an affection for all the years mm-hmm. I was growing up. Mm-hmm. How about the mega stuff? That's what is gross. the mega stuff? That's too much of a good thing. Yeah, that's... That's too much. Okay, I'm going to bring up a controversial option. Okay. The golden Oreo. Oh, I'm a fan. Lex. Fan of the, the golden Oreo? Absolutely not. No. Oh. Who are you? We thought we knew you. I... I felt a solidarity until this moment. I did. I'm so sorry. The golden Oreo is delicious. I think so, too. It has a perfect texture. It's so good. Yeah. All right, Lex, do you like an Oreo? I love Oreos. Mm-hmm. I like regular Oreos, but... What's your favorite Oreo? Ooh. They made, like, a coffee Oreo. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And those are so good. Mm-hmm. They were, were they short-lived? Yeah, Short I think life. so. I think that was a limited edition mm-hmm. type of thing. And I miss them so dearly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. National Are Oreo you? Day. Would you say your favorite John is golden, or would you go with no, the thin? No, 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 no. I'm doing a thin. Okay. And then I would do a, a double stuff. Would you? Because because a double stuff is delicious. I think it's just the right amount. Because you know when you have like a double stuff, you kind of go, well, the regular Oreo is good, yes. but I need a little extra hit. Yeah. 
How many? I wonder how many calories per Oreo. Wait, a lot. A double stuff. I think a double stuff is is the same calories as two thins. Okay, so what do you think that is? Fifty calories. Oh, per, it has to be more than fifty. Seventy calories, per, just one cookie. Really? I think they when they make like a diet Oreo. Well, that's what a thin is. Well, it's not really. Well, yeah, well, that's what that's what it's supposed to be. Right? Is it really? Yeah. A diet. That's why they did it. Okay. All right. It's, and it's people like me who like to chew more. Oh, okay. So in a thin Oreo, mm-hmm. thirty-five calories. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Um, I do like you know. So if you ate like half a pack, you wouldn't feel that bad. A double stuffed Oreo has seventy. Double stuffed Oreo. Mm-hmm. Seven. In one cookie. So five Oreos, you really sort of here's the thing. I got to be honest with you. If I'm going to have Oreos, and this might be a shocking figure, but I'm just going to be honest about who I am. Yeah, I'm minimum six. Oh yeah. Okay. No, I'm. I'm, I'm glad we've got that out. No, it's kind of like the Lay's thing. No one's eating a Oreo. No, and I'm not. Right? And, and it has to be six. And usually I'll have to go back for more. If you look mm. at that, like the calorie, that's a serious calorie hit. It's a commitment. I mean, seriously, I mean, the the standard should be at least an even dozen to get yeah, going. Probably. Just to get going. Probably. Do you agree with that, Lex? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it has to be dunked in milk no, with ice. No, 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 no. It has to have, I, you have, to have ice. ice. Yeah, it has to have ice in your milk. I don't think so. Because it has to be super cold. I'm not dunking that. No, I, I eat it and then take a, 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 a glug. Oh, so you're not, oh, so, so no, you're going to eat them together, but you're not going to dip? No. Lexi, will you dip? No. Mm-hmm. Once again, the by the grace of God and Tina. A production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.